welcome back or welcome to Teens Talk TV. I am your host, Zaria Taylor, and today we'll be talking about the long-awaited finale of House of the Dragon. But before we get started, I of course have to begin with a spoiler warning. We will be discussing spoilers from the entirety of House of the Dragon. So if you have not seen it, go watch it on HBO Max and come back to listen to our discussion. So first, we're going to introduce ourselves with a go-around question, and I ask that you share your name and any other information you'd like in addition to answering the go-around question. So the go-around question for today is, are you team Blacks or are you team Greens, and why? I can go first. Okay, go ahead. I'm Alexis. I'm, to be honest, I am team Black, but only when it comes to the succession. Otherwise, I'm sort of impartial. I like characters on both sides. I'm Amira. Um, 20 years old, and I am, without saying, definitely Team Green. Green's all the way. Um, let's go. Why? Well, there's so many reasons. Number one, Rhaenyra is a hypocrite and a horrible person, a murderer, frankly, and everyone knows men should be sending the iron girl. So it goes without saying that I am Team you can't say they're murderers. Black, you can't say the blast murderers were literally this episode. The Greens were caught up in a murder. But anyways, we're going to The Greens did have that. to be done. The Greens took care of business. Oh, whatever. Anyways, I'm Zaria. I share pronouns. 18. Um, I'm team Blacks, of course. Always. Team. I'm really team Damon, as you know. I, I'm team Damon over everybody. I don't care about the rest of the Blacks. I lost respect for the Blacks really this episode because they made a bunch of weak moves. But generally, I'm team Damon. Period. So with Team Greens, like I understand where they're coming from because historically, it's like it's never been a woman on the Iron Throne. So I understand why they think that their succession is correct. But I like more characters on Team Black, so I'm just gonna say Team Black. So if you are listening at home and would like to join in on our go-around question, feel free to comment on whatever platform you're listening to this on, or at me on Twitter at VoxRockWTL, and let me know your thoughts there. So a few episodes ago. Me and Alexis discussed episodes one through six of House of the Dragon. And last episode, I talked with another guest, Amara, about episodes seven through nine. So we're back again now to discuss the finale. Me and Amara both have been sitting on this for a while because we watched the leak, which I don't know if I should be admitting to this because this is illegal information. We went on the legal website, but we watched the leak. So we've been sitting on this for a while. So let's get into the finale. So the episode opens with Rhaenys informing Rhaenyra and Damon about the fact that Aegon has been crowned. And then Rhaenyra starts to give birth. So what are your thoughts on these opening few scenes? Um, they're always pregnant. Someone is pregnant in every episode. That's crazy. How do you feel about like, all the violent birth scenes? Because this is like the third or fourth violent birth that's happened. And it's like very traumatic. Like, it's nasty. I believe that's the point. I believe they're telling some sort of message about, it's like some type of feminist, like women giving birth. And I think it's a good sentiment. Birth is the woman's battlefield. That being said, I do think it's a little on the nose. Like, they don't have to keep being pregnant. Also, it's like they're speed running through so much, like, content that they keep having to introduce all these new characters. I'm just like, oh, another one? Like, God, no more babies. I guess you could say it was, like, a full circle moment since, like, the episode, the first episode ended with, like, her mom dying in birth. Rhaenyra didn't die. So I guess it's not the exact same thing. But still, I guess you could say that's, like, a parallel or whatever. Um... I think it was kind of, I think it was very stupid of, of Rhaenys to tell Rhaenyra to wrap it to herself that Aegon has been, had been coronated knowing that she was pregnant. I think she would have, if, if she was smarter, she would have told Dame and he, because he took charge anyway. So I think 
he would have been able to handle that separately. And then maybe after the birth or when Rhaenyra was in a more calm state, explain to her what had happened. I mean, I'm also just sort of mad at Rainey's for episode nine. Yeah, I was about to say that too. Like, honestly, this whole thing could have been avoided if she would have just uh, said Dracarys and blew them all up. So speaking of Damon, you talked about Damon a little bit. So what are your thoughts on Damon's like general behavior this episode? Because a lot of people have said, people are divided about this. A lot of people think that the writers aren't writing him correctly because he was acting very cold to Rhaenyra this episode. Uh, he choked her. Um, he was not there for her when she gave birth. So what do you think about his behavior? I am not surprised at all with Damon's behavior. And I'm really, I think it's really confusing to me why a lot of people I've seen have been angered by Damon's behavior because this is the Damon that killed his wife. This is the Damon that didn't, that will at least show Damon. That didn't seem to express a lot of love for Lena. And honestly, I think everything he's done is very in character for him, so. Wow, the psychotic groomer, incestuous murderer who on his third wife, not too much, not too much, not too much. On, on his him. third wife, and y'all are surprised. He killed his first wife. Renero went out lucky. He mur he literally murdered people like three times this season. People are just like, oh, he choked, he choked her. Cry baby. Okay, listen. So as a resident um Damon fan here, Damon Defender, okay, here, here are my official thoughts. Okay. So on one hand, on one hand, I do agree that it is realistic to his character. If anybody thought this was unrealistic, they just weren't paying attention. Like, it has to do with the fact that people think Matt Smith is attractive. And that's why they excuse all of his actions, like because actor. they are obsessed with the actor. And I understand that, personally, because I'm the same Great way. point. But, um, but as somebody who has read the books, I won't spoil, but in the books, like, they're, they're about to basically go to war together. Like, they're about to do everything together. So it's like, if they're going to be doing everything together, why write unnecessary discord between them, especially if it's not going to come back in the plot? I have a comment. First of all, first of all, it's literally called an adaptation. Um, so they can change things from the source material. Second of all, are you sure you read the source material? Because I am the source material, and I'm pretty sure Damon does some vital stuff to Renera. Well, was can I spoil with the books? Yeah. No, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, no, because I haven't finished it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, then you probably should keep reading, Johnny, before you go ahead. Hey, 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 you haven't even read it. So first of all, <laughs> chill on me. Chill on me. I think Damon is self-interested. It shows the whole show he's self-interested. And he's a petty little diva. Like, did you think he loved Renera when he left her alone at 12 in a brothel? After first of all, I never said he did. No. No, like, I never said that. No. I, I know Damon's the type of person. I like him anyways. I never said he was a good person. So... I agree with that, but I, and I said it was realistic for a character. I just think that it was unnecessary unless they plan on bringing it back into the plot. I think they probably will. Well, we'll see. If they bring it back to the plot, then I'll understand. But if not, I felt like it was kind of an unnecessary scene. So next scene um, was when um, Otto came um, to Dragonstone. He was on the bridge, and Rhaenyra came out with her dragon. And I'm wondering, what do you think about this bridge scene and generally? And also, do you think that that was the moment where they should have killed Otto and made that first move in the war? Yes, because they did not make the first move as well. Egon being crowned is already a move on war, as you can see with the plans that Otto has for Rhaenyra and her children. And I think, obviously, Otto isn't king. He's like not going to be in the line or anything. 
But just the fact that he'd be dead and not get to see his line on the throne would have just made my heart a little happy. So, but honestly, I do, I, I want the Blacks to win, but I can no longer offer them sympathy or support until they do something and they're lying down on their backs and taking all of these things. Personally, it should have killed him. When they had him sandwiched between, we got Damon right here, we got the dragon right here. You, you got the advantage. Like, I completely agree with you. I was very frustrated, like, watching the scene and seeing how, like, Rhaenyra was, like, really weak and just, like, didn't do anything. That made me definitely lose some respect for the Blacks. I think two things about that. Number one, of course, well, they should kill Otto. Number two, what was Allison thinking? Because Allison's whole thing is, like, oh, I want to be peaceful. I want Rhaenyra to not be killed. You're sending your biggest off. Her, her biggest off to do the negotiations. And you just give him a little piece of paper like you thought that would do something, it's auto. So speaking of war strategy, we have Rhaenyra and Damon who are kind of on opposing sides of the episode with Rhaenyra wanting peace, whereas Damon, he's next to you, but he wants to fight. So whose war strategy do you agree with more? Um, I like Rhaenyra's kind of because I get showing him straight and getting on information and making sure you have allies is good. But I also kind of agree with Damon because like you just said two seconds ago, they crowned Aegon. That was trifling. They already crossed the line. It's war from here. But I also get being smart and calculated, so I'm, I'm on the same level. Well, as you can expect, I'm Team Damon. I think they should have burned and killed everybody while they had the chance. Yeah. And they shouldn't have let the enemy have time to decide. Although I do think that, like, they were talking about the dragon advantage, but as we'll talk about with this next scene, because they have the big dragon, it's like, how useful is this advantage? And most of the dragons that they have are the ones that are the wild ones who don't have a rider yet, which in the books, they'll get into that more, which I'm excited. But um, yeah, I just feel like right now, the dragon advantage really doesn't matter that much. So I will say that, but I do think that they should have they should have burned everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm Team Damon, absolutely, all the time. Ride or die. Um, I agree with Damon's, but not at the speed that he was planning it because it was very obvious that the Greens have the upper hand now with Aegon being crowned and with Aemond out doing what um, Jocerius and Lucerius are eventually sent out to do and like gathering the loyalty of houses. I think he would have been smarter to lay back first and see exactly where he should go and what he should attack first instead of just unleashing hell on everyone. Going back to what you said about that about their dragons being null and void because they have Vagar, I don't think that works at all. Honestly, because Vagar, as large as she is, is one dragon. She can't be in two places at once. So, and she only has one person riding her. So as long as Aemond is in one location fighting one person, that doesn't change the fact that all of the other ones are going to be dealing with very lesser dragons. And the the, the blocks can be more places at once with those dragons. That's really a, just a transition to the next question, which is about Luke, who unfortunately was swallowed this episode. He got killed by Vagar. Um, and you have this whole scene with Aemond and how they went to Storm's End to see the Baratheons. So what were your thoughts on like this big twist in the finale with Luke dying? Um, it wasn't a twist. I was actually expecting it because I know what happens in the books. But they did switch it up to where instead of Aemond intending to kill Lucerys, it was an accident. But I don't really care that it was an accident because Aemond is, I think he's like 16 at the time of episode 10. So he's well old enough to know that if you chase someone something with an animal much larger than both of them the largest animal in the world then it's not going to end well no matter what it doesn't matter how you think it's going to end because Vagar 
is, is more powerful than you. She makes the rules, really, but I think Eamon was under the impression that he made the rules as to what they did. I also feel like Lucerius should have turned back immediately once he saw Vagar. I'm not sure why he thought he would brave it out. You know, Vagar is not the kind of thing that you decide you want to show bravery against. I think he would have been smart to leave it first. Because I'll be honest, Damon probably would have called him a coward and all sorts of things. But Rhaenyra would have, you know, because he's her son, she would have held him and told him that it's okay, that she, like, knows that Vagar is, like, large and, like, scary. And, they, and if they're being honest, he probably would have been attacked. They probably would have expected to be attacked once they saw Vagar as well. So I'm not sure what he thought was happening when he saw Aemon there. Um, drive better next time would be my first advice for Lucy, Big Lucy. Uh, and my second advice would be, that's my man, Aegon. Shout out to the goat, young Aeon. Um, and in Amen, you said Aegon. Ah, oh, you know what I meant. Amen. Well, you did not act it, but you know, taking out the enemy, great move, great strategy. Also, we're wearing black and green. Oh, gee, I just realized that. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, but yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I thought that it was cool that he died um, because there hadn't really been any main character deaths for people I cared about this whole season. And I actually didn't like him. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And I think that it was cool that it was an accident because I think it makes it more like muddy. Like, when did the war start? What team is the bad team? What team is a good team? Like, I think that's interesting. So when you said um, it's the first death of like characters you cared about, it kind of made me feel the opposite because I don't care about Luke. And it's a consequence of the fact that the show is kind of rushed. Like, I don't care about Luke. And I mean, I probably wouldn't have cared about him regardless of what, how much screen time they gave him because I just don't really care about the kids of the show. Like, I already know that they're probably just expendable. So I didn't care to see Luke die at all. Um, and I'm kind of torn about them making Eamon kill um, Luke on accident. Because at first I really didn't agree with it. I felt like if he's going to be the villain, like stand in your villainry and just do it, right? But as I kind of thought about it, I thought it was kind of interesting how like he's going to have to go back home to Allison who wanted peace. Like Allison didn't want there to be blood. And he's going to have to go back home to his mom and be like, hey, like I just accidentally started killing Luke and now Rhaenyra's going to go crazy. So it's just kind of, it reminds me of how the whole war really started because of Viserys saying Aegon's name in his dream and how like a bunch of the moves in this war have just been like accidental stuff. Like, I think that's, I think that's interesting. And it, I saw a meme and it was online and it reminded me of like, um, well, it was a meme and it was like when you're fighting with your sibling and then you accidentally like hurt them for real and you have to like go to your parents and be like, oh, I'm sorry. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of with it now, them making him kill him on accident. So now that we're getting to the end of the episode, what were your overall thoughts on the season as a whole, especially compared to season one of Game of Thrones? Is there one that you prefer over the other? Or if you don't recall um, Game of Thrones, you can just talk about what are your overall thoughts of the season? Do you think it was good, bad, overall? I don't really remember Game of Thrones season one. And I think for House of Dragons season one, I think they did the best they could, honestly, with how little material there was, how little source material there was. For the beginning of this series, I'm really excited to see less time jumps next season. So we don't have to, so I can actually digest what's happening in the characters. But yeah, all of this whole season was an exposition. So I'm really excited to see things actually get into action and see war. So, but I think they did a great job setting it up. I know exactly where everything is going, what's happening and why. So, yeah, I do think like, with the source material, they did do a good job because now that I am reading the books, it really is like a small section that they had to work with. And on top of that, like it was written like a textbook. So like they didn't really go into like descriptions of like what the characters were thinking. 
That's not fair. You can't compare it to one of favorite girls because season one of favorite girls is like a masterpiece. It's one of the greatest seasons of television. So to compare it is kind of disrespectful. The House of the Dragon, to be fair. But I thought Hot D was pretty good. Um, I think it has a lot of potential. I think it has some great characters. I think it has some cool world building. And I think it has some, well, it's, they're building on a world that's already been built. But like the new Targaryens and the High Towers, like all of them are interesting. Um, and I'm excited to see them actually fight. Uh, I'm like, it's nice to see more dragons than just Daenerys three dragons. That's pretty cool. Um, and overall, I think it's going to be a good show. I'm excited for moving forward. I think my favorite parts of the season were like, honestly, I really like those first couple episodes with the younger actors the most, to be fair. But I think that the older actresses, once they have more time to be on screen for longer than just like half a season, maybe then we'll actually have time to like, like them as much as I like the younger ones. And I just think, I think it's a good show. I think it's a nice watch. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Oh, when comparing it to Game of Thrones, I'm not that much of a Game of Thrones purist like you are. So I will, because for me, when I watched season one of Game of Thrones, it was ruined for me because I knew Ned Stark was going to die. And so I feel like not having that plot twist, it, it completely altered my enjoyment of it. So I can't really say that season one of Game of Thrones was that, was that good. So I'm not going to say House of the Dragon season one was better per se, because you need like the time away from it to like know how good it stands. So I'm not going to say it was better. And I do have more issues with House of the Dragon season one just because the yeah. pacing, the pacing was horrible. really bad. Like it needed more episodes for real. Like specifically an example of that in this episode was like the same scene where like Rhaenyra was at the funeral for like her dead baby was also the same scene that she had her coronation. Like that should have been two separate scenes. That should have been like two different days. Like why is that happening at the exact same time? And also how did Sir Eric get to Rhaenyra so quickly if he didn't have a dragon? Like that that's a plot hole in itself. So that just shows they needed more time. They needed more episodes. That's really my main criticism of it, but I agree with you. The first five episodes were, like, perfect. Like, it was a great run. That was when I was most invested in the show. But, yeah, overall, it was really enjoyable. It was really good television. It's nice to have the Game of Thrones universe back on my TV. And now that I've read the books and I know what's coming, I'm, like, so excited. And then, lastly, our predictions, although we both kind of know about the books, so I don't know how much we can say for, for predictions, but, like, what is something that you would like to see next season? Um... I would love to see more of the Valarian girls, Bela and Reyna. And I think, yeah, I'm sure they're here for some reason because they're still here, but they don't have any lines. So, yeah, I'm expecting that we'll get something out of them. And I also want to see more of Helena. I just want to see more of the younger girls get into action because they showed a lot about what's going on with the younger boys and why they like that. But I feel like the girls are just passerbys except for Rhaenyra and Alicet. Yeah, I agree. That's one area I wish I would have included more this season. That's why I feel like they needed more episodes because, like, between episode five and six, like, it was just so many new characters and, like, most of them didn't even get any lines. Well, the first thing I'd like to see is <laughs> better acting from Rhaenyra and Allison's actors because I don't care about them as much as the OG, as little Rhaenyra and little Allison. Um, I'd like to see more scenes where the characters are just chilling instead of just like speed running plot and exposition. That would be nice. Like them just sitting around the table talking. Like I know we did literally get that with like that little Thanksgiving scene in episode nine, but it was really just the camera showing them all in the music playing. You didn't actually get to see them talk, what they talk about, how they vibe. Like that's for me is the best part about shows is the character parts. Like I like a good character driven story and the characters are really more means to an end than well fleshed out individuals with their own personalities. So I'd like to see that. Like, what does Aegon, not Aegon, what does Aemon do for fun? Like, does he shine his eye? Like, 
You know, what, what's his favorite hobby? Like, what does Helena do when she's not predicting the future while petting spiders? Like, it's like, I don't know. I want to see more of the actual characters as characters and care more as they progress in the lore. So let's get into the acting because I got some stuff to say about the acting. That's one thing that I didn't like about the adult actors. Um, I'm sorry, Renera. I love Emma Darcy. I think that's how you say their last name. I love yeah, them. They... I've been watching all of their interviews. I love them so much, but the acting needs some work. Like that, the, the last scene where like Renera turns around to the camera after she finds out Luca dies. That was supposed to be some big impact scene. Everybody kept reposting it, but I'm like, the acting is just not giving. Not as bad with Allison, but with Renera, like. I don't know, like that's the main character. Like you gotta give something more. Um, so I, I agree with that. Um, what I would like to see next season, I would like to see more callbacks to Game of Thrones. Like when they talked about the Baratheon this episode, that was like a really cool callback because like the ancestors look just like the descendants, like how they showed the Lannisters, like Jason Lannister, he looked just like um Cersei and Jamie and Tyrion and all that. So it was just funny seeing like how the Baratheon can't read. Like that's very typical for their house, very typical. So <laughs> I would love to see more callbacks to Game of Thrones. Like imagine if we get to see the wall where we get to see the Starks, like yeah, that, that would I be really cool. Stark. And obviously fighting, dragon fights. We want to see that. So yeah, I'm excited for next season. I also would like to see them put some grays in Christian Cole and Damon's wigs because Literally. how are they old but look younger as each episode progresses? Like Christian Cole, especially like bro. Mm-hmm. Like he looks way too young. Way, 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 way too young. Weird. But those are those are two actors giving us eye candy. So that's why they wouldn't recast them. Because they're both the two most attractive actors. And for more teen content, visit boxatl.org. That's it.